You're listening to Unlock Your Life, a podcast that empowers heart-centered entrepreneurs getting from hustle to harmony by building a business without compromising their life, relationships, or kids. My name is Susan McLean Bond, and I am a business coach, trauma therapist, shipbuilder, and first mate on tall ships. In this podcast, I go deep into where we get stuck around money, why, and how to break free and unlock your life. Because if you came into this world to bring value, change, potential, then why not do it in the way that's also best for you? Let's create the world you would love to live in. Let's start today with your next step to unlocking your life. Welcome. This is Susan McLean Bond. Welcome to Unlock Your Life, the podcast around how to build your business without sacrificing or compromising your relationships, your kids, your life, or whatever it is that you want. And we are near the end of our series around money and finance. And we talked about money and business. We're now almost wrapping up money and finance. And next series will be about money and relationships and so we're going through all areas of life in 2019 but money and finance is of course a really really interesting area and over the past weeks we've been talking about managing money um, about getting it mixed up thinking that you need money money in order to manage money we've been talking about the money blueprints we've been talking about how to manage your money the jar system And this week, we're going to talk about how to work together with your money blueprint. And that sounds really strange to a lot of people because they say, my blueprint is obstructing what I want. And my blueprint is making sure that I'm not getting what I want. So how can I work together with it? I don't want to work together with it. I want to get rid of it, which is a pretty logical reaction. It just doesn't work that way. The point is... You created your own blueprint. You made it. You developed it. You instructed your what I call bodyguard to do exactly what it is doing now. And now all of a sudden you want to get rid of it. Well, that's fine. But if you've been instructing a friend for 30 years to do certain things for you, and all of a sudden you say, okay, now get off my premise. That's not very nice, is it? He's just doing whatever you asked him. So how can you work together with him? You'll have to give him new instructions, of course. But in order to do that, first you need to understand the old instructions. Because if you don't understand why you gave him those instructions, then he is not going to come on board. And the problem is, with friends, you can cut them out of your life. Your bodyguard will not be cut out of your life. He just won't leave until... You give him instructions that he also understands. And that's actually not that difficult. The difficult part is that you have to dive in to why you gave him those instructions. So for instance, if we look at the money blueprint, we talked about the um, saver and the spender and the avoider and the money monk and the hoarder, right? And, And all those five money types, did we say, yeah, I'm not sure if I just mentioned five. Anyway, spender, saver, avoider, monk, and hoarder. Those are the five. All those specific money blueprints, money types, are not there just to 
be obnoxious and to be in your way, they're there to help you. The point is you have to figure out why you gave them that instruction. I'll give you an example from my own life. As I mentioned earlier, I my money type is avoider. Now, the question is, what is good about avoiding money? Now, your first instinctive answer might be nothing. Of course, there's nothing good about avoiding money. That was my instinct too. But wait a minute, hold your horses, and let's look a little bit deeper than just that first instinctive reaction, shall we? What is good around avoiding money? Where does that make sense? Where in my life did it make sense to start avoiding important issues? And if I look at it and really start to want to understand where it did make sense, then there are some pretty good answers to that in my life. Because um, when I was a kid, uh, very young, my, my parents didn't have a great marriage because my father moved to the United States and my mom wanted to go back to the Netherlands. And they had some pretty bad fights important topics led to fights. I'm not even sure if that was always the case. It was one of those things that I picked up on. I picked up, if we talk about important topics, there's going to be a huge fight and a huge disconnect. It wasn't always very harmonious in our family, to say the least. My sisters weren't really the harmony model. My parents weren't really the harmony model. And I was kind of, I found myself kind of in between my mom and dad, my dad hiding behind his work, my mom hiding in the kitchen. And I'm not even sure if they were hiding, but it looked that way to me. And they were avoiding all deeper conversations at all costs because it would end in a fight. Maybe they did have these conversations behind where I could see. I don't know that. All I know is what I saw. And what I saw is if it's important Go to your own room, talk about it with everybody but the other person. Especially talk about what they should change with everybody instead of with them. These are all these kinds of things that seem to be in place in our family. And there wasn't a lot of harmony there. Or at least I couldn't see the harmony that was there. So what I learned was... By avoiding these things, there's a bigger chance of harmony. If we avoided all these topics, it was easier to feel harmonious. So I wanted these worlds to connect. I wanted my parents to connect. And I wanted to connect with both of them. And it felt like I had to choose. Choose to be with my dad, but then my mom and my sisters would laugh at me. Or choose to be with the girls, but then my father would be left out. And I didn't want either one. I wanted harmony between everyone. So I reckon if I just start avoiding all the issues that everybody is blaming each other about, we have better chance of harmony, right? So I figured as a three-year-old that there was a solution to harmony. Avoid everything altogether. There is more to this. My father avoided opening his envelopes. My father avoided looking at his finances from my perspective. My father was doing all weird kinds of things with money and all the girls were blaming him for all all things related to money. They weren't 
finding any solutions. They were just pointing at him, blaming him. He was bad. And he was just hiding behind his envelopes. And I wanted to feel connected to him, but I also wanted to be a woman. So I had one solution, and that was be in the kitchen and secretly showing my dad, hey, I'm just like you, dad. Don't worry. I love you too. That's where it made sense. I wanted my dad to feel included in my life and my mom and my sisters to feel included. And I wanted to create harmony. And avoiding was the best way to create harmony because then my dad wouldn't feel left out. Avoiding talking about subjects made everybody, probably it didn't, but in my childish world, this was the magic pill. So I really trained myself to avoid intimacy, to avoid conflict, to avoid all important life matters like money. So that's where it made sense. And now that you understand that your blueprint can actually make sense, it is, in my case, to provide harmony. Now we can think of a whole bunch of different ways that would actually lead to that harmony because it didn't really lead to harmony now, did it? It's not rocket science, right? So how could I create that harmony that I wanted so deeply? I have very different solutions now. So now my harmony model is about really diving into my own patterns, but also talking about things instead of avoiding them. Because harmony really comes from understanding, is what I now understand, right? So understanding my own patterns, creating inner harmony, creating harmony in me, and then talking about whatever is going on. It has a way better chance of creating harmony between me and other people. Looking at my bank account and managing my money and calling my dad and telling Hey, I love you, dad. I don't have to hide my envelopes for myself, hoping that my father will understand that I love him, right? It doesn't make sense. It never made sense. But to my three-year-old self, it made a lot of sense. But now I just call him a lot more often and I do nice things with him and I share my life with him instead of avoid the connection and the intimacy. I am right out there sharing what's important to me. And that creates harmony in me, between us, with him. So now I'm managing my money in order to establish a better, more profound relationship with my dad because now my dad really is proud of who I am because I am doing well and he's seeing that and we're intimate together. And that creates all the difference. So maybe you have a very different money blueprint, but what I want you to do this week is to dive deeply into what is your money story. Where does your money blueprint make sense? What are you trying to achieve by spending, by saving, by hoarding, by being a monk, by avoiding? What are you trying to achieve? Where in your childhood past does this behavior make sense? What is it that you actually want to achieve with it? And how can you really achieve it? And how can managing your money from that blueprint standpoint really start benefiting you? 
Now, I can imagine that this is not an easy exercise to do all by yourself, so feel free to connect with us in the Facebook group. The link is right down here below. It's free. We have a Money Mindset Mastermind every Monday morning between 12 and 1 um, Central European time. Connect with us there. I'm live in the Facebook group. You can ask me anything. Send me an email, write a comment, and share this episode with as many people as you like. Because you know what? We need more of you. And we will only get more of you once you dive deeply into your blueprints and start working with them instead of against them. I hope to, that our paths cross soon. And I can't wait for next week where we'll wrap this whole topic of money and finance up. And we'll answer all your questions and really dive into all the loose ends before we go into the next topic of money and relationships. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Unlock Your Life by Susan McLean Bunt. I hope you got inspired and have some great takeaways. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. See you next week.